When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime. Anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, your host of Let's Ride, your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning podcast right here on the Steel Curtain Network. It's a part of the Fans First Sports Network. I thank you all for taking the time and joining me. It is Friday. Great show lined up today. Great show. I'm really excited for this one. We have Jeremy Jerome Betts. I'm always excited for that. Got a lot to talk about with news in and around the Pittsburgh Steelers and maybe some defining moments for us here at the Steel Curtain Network, if you know what I mean. We'll talk about that in the first half. And make sure you always stay till the very end for the heart-to-heart. Uh, we got a special one this week. But listen, folks, I mean, my gosh, it, it's it, it's Friday. We should be happy about that first and foremost. And we're getting ready for the Super Bowl. And I, I'm not going to talk too much about the Super Bowl here. We're going to talk with Jeremy about the Super Bowl in the second half. I want to talk about only the Steelers here in the first half. And let's talk about some news. Because we want to talk about Art Rooney the second. I'll get to him. But there was some other news. You know, it was reported by Aaron Wilson, NFL insider, who said the Steelers were interviewing a guy named Tom Arth. I'm hoping I'm saying that name correctly, A-R-A-R-T-H, as their pass game coordinator. Now, he had previously been with the Los Angeles Chargers under Brandon Staley. And he had that role. Now, Tom Arth actually played in the NFL. He played for the Indianapolis Colts, and he was a backup to Peyton Manning. Then he was shipped over to NFL Europe, and kind of bounced around that league for a while, went to uh, the uh, Canadian Football League and eventually the Arena League before hanging it up and going back to Division Three. John Carroll to coach. He was the head coach there, very successful there. 
until he got back into the NFL ranks with Brandon Staley. A lot of people are asking a lot of questions about this. And I do want to mention that in the article that I wrote for the website, steelcurtainnetwork.com, make sure you go check that out, that in 2023, considering he was the pass game coordinator, let's look at what the Justin Herbert-led unit average per game in terms of passing yards. They averaged 232.8, which is 13th in the NFL. And we also have to remember that Justin Herbert did not play the entire season. He had that finger injury, and they shut him down in the probably the last quarter of the season when they were out of the playoffs and out of contention. They said, "What? what's the use? What's the use of having him out there? So at that point, the passing game clearly probably took a dip. Take from that what you want. What was really interesting to me is, so I wrote this article, put it out on, on social media on uh, Thursday morning, and said, hey, you know, they're, they're, in, they're supposed to be reportedly interviewing this guy. Take it for what it's worth. And the one thing that people have always bemoaned about the Steelers from a coaching staff perspective is the overall number, quantity of coaches that they have on the staff. So I'm like, okay, this is going to make some, this should make a lot of people happy. It should make them happy that, Guess what? They're they're con- they're considering bringing in a pass game coordinator, and it's not just an offensive assistant. Uh, Glenn Thomas held that role under Matt Canada. Glenn Thomas, after the Bills' loss in the playoffs, literally announced he was, or he was, I guess it was reported, he's out going to Nebraska, going back to college. So they did have this role before, but I feel like this is a little bit more specified. So a lot of fans should be very very happy. This is what they've always wanted. They've wanted this pass game coordinator. Well, I get people in my, in my mentions on, on Twitter saying, what are they going to do? Hire a, a shoe tying, uh, a shoe tire next. It's like, well, how can you, what, what are we squat? What are we bickering over here? Half of the fan base, probably way more than half realizes that someone even like Arthur Smith, who has an accomplished resume at the NFL level of calling plays might need a hand with dialing up certain pass schemes, doing things like that. And yet there's some that still complain. Again, I think the biggest complaint that I've heard is, isn't about, oh, they might be bringing in this assistant. It is how many coaches do they actually have? So I'm going to give uh, one of the Ride or Die crew members. He is obviously on the steelcurtainnetwork.com. He's a, he's a community member there, Corey Eckenroth. He, he had this information on in the comment section of the article that I wrote, I'm going to share it here. I want to give him it though. So the Steelers now have not, they have 19 coaches on staff. Only the new England Patriots last year had less at 18. Mike Tomlin has openly stated how he likes to have a small coaching staff. He wants a tight knit group. He does not want it spread out all over the place. He wants to know what's happening. He wants to know who's supposed to do it. And he wants to make sure he can control all of those pieces of the puzzle. So what about the other teams in the NFL? Good question. The Bills, we know New England was less at 18. So the Steelers were alone at 19. The Bills have 20. So do the Cincinnati Bengals. The Ravens, 22. I'm sorry, the Browns, 22. The Ravens, 23. Kansas City Chiefs, 23. 49ers, 24. Detroit, 24. So when I look at those teams, I mean, my gosh, you're looking at the Cleveland Browns, the Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, Kansas City Chiefs, 49ers, and Detroit, all playoff teams. The teams that were around 24 and 23, you're looking at teams that were, rep- and Baltimore, 
they were representative representative in the AFC and NFC championship games. Does that mean that the Steelers need to go out and hire five new coaches to get their number to 23 or 24? No, no, it doesn't. But I think it does show that you can have an increased coaching staff and it works. Now, I'm sure there's teams that have really, really loaded coaching rosters, if you want to put it that way. The Steelers are never going to be that under Mike Tomlin, probably under Art Rooney as well. But nonetheless, you look at those numbers, it's very interesting with the Steelers. And in which way are they going to go? Are they going to try and bring in more help? And Mike, or Dave Schofield has said this on multiple podcasts where he would love to see an assistant head coach be brought in. Someone like John Mitchell, who retired recently, and he it would be great to have that extra set of eyes, another coach there. Maybe that could be someone like a Mike Munchak who has a history of coaching at the as a head coach, obviously as an offensive line coach, or maybe a Mike Rabel if he doesn't find work anywhere. Maybe they could bring him in in some type of advisory role. Think about what they did with Brian Flores last year before or sorry, two years ago, as he worked with the the defense as a defensive assistant, and then he gets a defensive coordinator job in Minnesota. So there's a lot of people that are kind of up in arms, so to speak, about the coaching staff and the number of coaches that they have. Ultimately, I think that the Steelers are going to do things the way that they want to do no matter what. I like the fact that they're at least interviewing openly. It's not official, but openly getting these coaches, these pass game coordinator type coaches into the system and, and at least giving them a shot. Cause I think it's something that they've been missing the past few seasons. Now, the, the rest of what I want to talk about in the first half of this podcast is all about the owner, the president team president, Art Rooney, the second, you know, so Art Rooney, the second last week prior to Arthur Smith's hiring, he had that little meeting with the media. He had, it was, you know, it, it's every year. No one knows when it happens unless you're invited to the media session. And then all of a sudden you might be on social media and you're scrolling through, let's say it's Twitter and you're scrolling through all of a sudden you see, Oh, Dale Lolly tweeting Art Rooney quotes. What, what, what Art Rooney is talking somewhere. Is this a press conference? Let me check my Steelers app. Nope. No press conference. Then Bob Labriola. Then you have all these other reporters and it's, it's a, Mark Kabali, Chris Adamski, uh, you name it. At all these outlets, they are like, oh, here it is. Uh, Art Rooney II thinks it's about he wants to have the NFL draft in Pittsburgh. And Art Rooney II still believes in Kenny Pickett. And Art Rooney II, what the hell's going on? And Brooke Pryor of ESPN is another one who's putting out a lot of information. Art Rooney wasn't done then. Art, the Art Rooney media tour continues. And he met with Bob Pompiani of KDKA. And he met with someone from WPXI and he's, he's meeting with everyone. He's literally going around town saying who wants to talk to Art Rooney, the second. And so he's making some comments that a lot of people were having a lot of issues with. And when I say a lot of people I'm talking about the fan base. Art Rooney is openly saying things uh, about a lot of different topics. He's, he's being asked a, a bunch of questions. It's not like it's just the same thing over and over again. I go back to what I mentioned about his comments with the offensive coordinator hire. And now he made it very clear in that closed room media session that this offensive coordinator hire is going to be Mike Tomlin's hire. It's his hire. So in other words, the way I viewed it, and maybe I, I misconstrue it. People do that stuff all the time. But the way I viewed it was he was saying, he being Art Rooney II, Mike, this is your hire. I am making this public. You are the one that's hiring this guy. If he fails, it's not on me. 
No one's going to be pointing the finger at me because it's your hire. I'm making it very clear because I think a lot of people saw the Matt Canada hire, the Matt Canada being retained after 2022 as Art Rooney's decisions and not Mike Tomlin. So this time, Art Rooney made it very clear it's it is my, this Arthur Smith hire, which is what it eventually became. We didn't know it at the time. It's Mike Tomlin's thing. Now, he starts, he, Art Rooney, in his media tour, he starts going off about quarterbacks because obviously people are going to ask about quarterbacks. There's a couple things that I found very noteworthy. First, he very rarely talks about Mason Rudolph. You know, I mean, he was asked about it in the initial meeting. He said, we'd love to have him back. We appreciate what he did down the stretch. Uh, he's always saying that he's supportive of Kenny Pickett. They're not giving up on Kenny Pickett, but never once like goes out of his way to really talk about Mason Rudolph like he does with Kenny Pickett. Okay, it's your first round pick. I get it. But then he starts talking about how they're going to keep their options open. And he said, I think he was asked like a follow-up, like what about a trade? And he said, yeah, even a trade, we are going to keep our options open. We still believe in Kenny. It's not that we don't want Mason Rudolph back, but we're going to keep our options open heading into this offseason. So I'm listening to this, and I'm reading some of this stuff, and all I keep thinking about is, hmm, this is interesting. I wonder if any of the listeners out there, I wonder if any of my ride-or-die crew out there is like, I feel like I've heard this before. Well, you should, because I was the one, and Brian Davis, was the one telling you this same stuff over a month ago. We said they still believe in Kenny Pickett. They're not going to cut him. He's going to be on the roster, and he's going to have competition. That's what Art Rooney II said. Then we said that we are hearing that they are going to leave no stone unturned. Not that they wouldn't bring back Mason, but they are going to look at all options this offseason. We said it could be via trade, and we said it could be in free agency. And yet... Even though we told you all this for free, mind you, didn't have to be invited to the media scrum to get all that information. Some people were acting like this is some grand revelation. Oh my gosh, Art Rudy said this, really? We told you about this a month ago, so I'm hoping that all of my ride or die crew out there, you heard this and said, man, Jeff told us this. Brian told us this too. Like He told us a month ago. This isn't breaking news. He's not saying anything that we didn't already know. There was nothing that Art Rooney said on his media tour that should have been, oh my gosh, let's go. And if I'm a blogger, I'm going to go to my keyboard and I'm going to be pecking away, da, 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 getting this story out. Shouldn't have been that way. Not at least for me. I read the, I, I listened to all of the interviews. You know, I'm big on that. I want to, I don't want to read it. I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. I listened to all of them, watched them. And I also did read the articles and all that stuff. He didn't say anything that we hadn't already talked about when Brian and I did that breaking news podcast when we spoke with our source. I'm not here to pat myself on the back. It's just to let you all know that the source that we have is legitimate, it's valid, and we're getting you stuff earlier than everyone else before the team president goes out and has to speak to every media outlet in the 412 area code. So there you have the news with the Pittsburgh Steelers as of the last few days. What's coming up is the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl, and we're going to talk about the Super Bowl and the Steelers with Jeremy Jerome Betts coming up right after this break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Steeler fans, welcome back. It is the second part of the Let's Ride podcast on Friday. Which means it's time for Jeremy Jerome Betts to join the show for the All Bets Are Off segment. Jeremy, what's up? How's it going? It's going great. Looking forward to the Super Bowl. Hope the Steelers are in it next year, but they're yeah. not this year. So it's going to still be fun. Uh, we'll have a group of guys over and just have a good time. So Yeah, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl, but there's something we have to mention. So, folks, to, yep. to give you a background, Thursdays for me in the afternoons and evenings are crazy. And so I had to record the first half a little bit earlier than I usually do. Uh, got basketball practice later on Thursday. Since recording the first part, before Jeremy and I hit record, the Steelers have actually made some coaching changes. Okay, so uh, Harth, the guy who they had, as I mentioned in the first half, as a potential, uh, we thought, pass game coordinator. Uh, his full name is, uh, oh, this escapes me here. Um what is it? Arth? Tom, is that his Tom name? Arth. Tom yep. Arth. Yes. Oh, my yep. gosh. I'm losing it. <laughs> Anyways, he was going to be, everyone thought, a pass game coordinator because that's what he did under Brand Staley in LA. No, according to Jerry Dulac, he is going to be a quarterback's coach. Mike Sullivan is expected to be retained, but they're working out what that's going to look like. That should be interesting. We'll keep our eyes on that. Uh, and then also, the Steelers are hiring former Jets assistant and Zach Azani, maybe as a wide receivers coach, he's going to fill the role that was once had by Frisman Jackson. So Jeremy, real quick, what do you think about all these coaching moves? Yeah. I mean, it, a surprise to me that 
it's Arth over Sullivan in the quarterback coach um, role. There was consideration that maybe he was coming in as the passing game coordinator, like you said, and that Sullivan would be retained. I don't know if, if this ends up a demotion for Sullivan or man, what if this is a promotion for Sullivan to pass game coordinator after yeah. what we saw um, out of, out of Mason Rudolph and, and the passing offense in the second portion of the season there after Matt Canada was fired. Maybe that's how this plays out. We don't know, but um, as far as Tom Arth goes, a fantastic resume, uh, a guy who has worked with some of the best quarterbacks uh, in football. You think of Justin Herbert and uh, his work there. And uh, that offense this year was a little bit of a mess, but he's been there longer than that. He's been doing um, stuff with quarterbacks for a long time. He's a former quarterback. I think he was Peyton Manning's backup at one time. So um, he's got the experience and that's, that's good. I think that's kind of been the theme here. uh, Jeff is NFL experience for these coaching hires, Arthur Smith, experienced OC, Tom Arth, experienced quarterback, quarterback coach, passing game coordinator. And then you've got Zach Azani coming in as the wide receiver coach, been a wide receiver coach now for a while with the Jets, oversaw the growth and development of guys like Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. So I think that that was a big theme here for this coaching hire and coaching set was, yeah, we're going to bring in some new faces, new to us, not necessarily new to NFL football and how to put together uh, winning groups. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be shocked by the way, if Mike Sullivan does get a semi promotion to, you know, assistant offensive coach or something like that, where he is directing the pass game. And it honestly, you could see a difference in the pass Mm -hmm. game and in the, in the final three games with Mason Rudolph at the helm. And even once Matt Canada was fired, but the wide receiver coach is one that's not going to be talked about a lot, but a lot of fans are going to be upset that it's not Heinz Ward. Uh, you, what, what were your thoughts? I didn't think there was any chance. Heinz Ward was a head coach in the yeah. XFL. He probably has greater aspirations in being a position coach, even in the NFL. What's your take on all that? Yeah, I was kind of um, pounding the table for uh, for Heinz Ward too, but you know, it, it did seem like a long shot to a point because, like you said, the the last thing that he did was, was not a position coach at the NFL level. He was operating the spring leagues and he was, you know, putting together rosters and coaching the whole kit and caboodle. So I thought maybe if he was going to come back to the NFL, um, maybe he would go ahead and do one year as a wide receiver coach and then start working his way up again uh, just to kind of reset. That was kind of the appeal to me of getting him in. Obviously he's a former Steeler, knows the Steeler way. Um, physical wide receiver, something I thought that this group lacked the last couple of years and could help with that. But I mean, Azani coming in, it, it's not, it's not a bummer to me that it's Azani over Heinz Ward. I just think that they're going to be a little bit different styled players. And um, the one thing about Azani is he's very route focused. If you watch what he does with Garrett Wilson, specifically in New York, these guys are trained professionals in route running. So uh, he does a lot with the route running, a lot with the footwork for the wide receivers. He's going to come in and maybe help George Pickens uh, become a more well-rounded route runner. That would be the hope with a guy like him with his experience. If I'm the Steelers, if I want to make a splash and I'm looking to add a a coaching position, just add add a position. I'll say this. Dave Schofield said this on, he said it on multiple podcasts. He loved to see the Steelers, Fill an assistant head coach 
role. You know, when you think about kind of the role that Brian Flores had when he was here, John Mitchell mm-hmm. had that assistant yep. head coach role. Uh, there's some names out there, uh, you know, like yep. Mike Vrabel, if he just is floating out there and Mike Tomlin picks up the phone and says, Hey, do you want to come in and help out? We'd love to have you. That could happen. Mm-hmm. I also wouldn't rule out like a Heinz Ward in that role. Bring me a Heinz Ward because if you, you want Heinz, if you think about Heinz Ward and what he brought to the Steelers, it wasn't just at the wide receiver position. He set the tenor for the entire team, not just yeah. even the offense, but the entire team. So I wouldn't rule out Heinz Ward maybe finding his way back to the Steelers coaching staff in a different way, mm-hmm. not expecting it, but I wouldn't be shocked either. The Steelers would be smart. I think that it would be, even from a PR standpoint, it would be a positive move where the fan base was kind of like, okay, I can see what you're doing here. Uh, we'll see. Yep. We'll see yep. how that plays out. But um, overall, do you think they make any new hires or create any positions? I'm going to say no. Um, it, it could be still, I guess, but I'm going to say that this kind of, this might be the, the last uh, rounding out of the coaching staff other than what we yeah. hear from, from Mike Sullivan um, and, and what he's going to be doing. But I think defensively they like where they're at um, defensively. I think – um, also that Tomlin is a guy who, um, who wants to be in charge of that defense or at least have a big say in it. I, I'm not saying that he's like overstepping Terrell Austin in the role of defensive coordinator, but I think Tomlin has a big say in it and you can see that in how they play football. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't expect anything added on the defensive side. Um, but it, it is interesting to me that you've got a, a coach in Mike Tomlin who, kind of is seeing I think that the the way you used to be able to coach it, maybe it doesn't work that way anymore you've got to have more people around you and I think that that is is working to the Steelers benefit this offseason um, one thing that I just noticed about Zach Azani is he actually worked for Central Michigan when and recruited Antonio Brown to Central oh, Michigan so that's something to watch there and again plays to the route runner uh, prowess that he kind of uh, pushes on his wide receivers. So we'll see how that plays out for the Steelers. We will see indeed. And let's, let's talk a little bit about the big game coming up on Sunday, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of has been discussed. This happens every year when you have two weeks to get ready for one big game, everyone's breaking it down every which way and sideways and trying to give their predictions. But Jeremy, when you think about this game between the 49ers and the chiefs, which way are you leaning? How do you see this game yeah. playing out? It's it's a tough one to predict, in my opinion. It really is. And I think I lean Kansas City because of the defenses. And the – I mean, it's been the majority of the season now, at least the, the back half of the season, the San Francisco 49ers haven't been that good of a defense. And they can get beat on the edges. I think their linebackers can be a little bit over-aggressive at times and come downhill too fast and they can get beat outside. and. Um, some of their splash plays, Steelers fans were uh, basically begging for Chase Young, and he's gone to the easiest place to play defensive line in, in the NFL, and he hasn't looked that great. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think it's uh, you know something to watch there. But the I don't know. I just feel like Isaiah Pacheco in this running game can take a little bit of the load off of Patrick Mahomes, and I'm just I'm done doing it, Jeff. I'm done picking against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs until until it changes. So uh, I, I do like the 49ers chances. Don't get me wrong there, but if you're telling me uh, you've got Patrick Mahomes and, um, and 
sorry, I'm blanking on the 49ers quarterback, right? Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock Purdy yeah. Uh, if you've got Mahomes and Purdy going head to head tied in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, give me Mahomes every time, especially when you consider the defenses they're going to be going against and the strengths of those defenses. Um, the Chiefs being in the secondary. I, I just think that this is a it's a tough game for the 49ers um, with the way their defense has been playing. I it's it's just so tough for me based on the fact that every every Super Bowl you have a situation where in my opinion it these teams have prepared so long that yeah. extra week and everyone almost feel it's like a feeling out period and it's I can't think of the last game that came out and it started fast I do remember when Peyton Manning the snap went over his head and that game got out of control really quick that was a mistake. I'm talking about yeah. where both teams came out and the offenses were moving and they were just bam, boom, boom, up and down the field. It might've happened and I just don't remember it. It just seems like more often than not, the Super Bowl is very slow starting, very mm-hmm. methodical at first. And then they start to kind of get into the groove. They start to get a feel for what's happening. And I have to think that that, even that slow start, it benefits the chiefs. Now, what I can't get through my head is the 47 and a half point total. I yeah. <laughs> mean, it's that seems really high. Now, my prediction is actually the over, but that just seems really high considering I think back to the first quarter of the Baltimore-Kansas City game. That was back and forth, and we're thinking, here we go, shootout. Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Lamar Jackson, final score 17-10. Oh, so, right. It's really tough to predict. Do you think that total of 47 and a half is really high, or am I nuts? No, I do think it's really high. I think that this is this is a game that will be a kind of a slugfest, really. Um, the the stylistic approaches of the teams are to this year specifically are to beat you up on defense, and the Chiefs have so far been better at it than the Niners. But by and large, that's the goal and philosophy of each team. So I would I would definitely lean more towards this being a you know. 20 to 17 game than a 30 to 27 game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, it just kind of feels, it feels more like a hard fought battle type game than maybe if you had two like it Rams versus chiefs from 2018 that went 50, 54 to 51 or something along those lines. You yeah. know, this doesn't feel like that type of game. I, I feel like the defenses are going to make plays and try to limit uh, what each offense can do. There's going to be a lot of running back involvement when you consider the two guys on both sides. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is going to be toting the rock a lot in this game. You got to expect that Isaiah Pacheco will have a big role in this game as well. So I just kind of feel, lean more towards the, you know, this is a hard fought battle. If you, if you make it to 20, then you probably have a good shot of winning this game. That's just my feel. Okay. So let's talk about your prediction then. How do you see this game shaking out? What's your score prediction? So I am going to go with the Chiefs. I think it's one of those games where it's just kind of a slog, like you said, through the first half. And then the Chiefs just kind of take over in the second half. Maybe they're they're down a touchdown or a field goal going into the half and take a touchdown lead going late in the game. I'm going to say that the the Chiefs win this game 24 to let's go 24 to 20. I'll keep it just under that, that 47 and a half, 24 to 20 chiefs with a late touchdown to secure the victory. 
I'm just going to ride with Patrick Mahomes in the closing minutes of a big game until he, uh, until somebody proves that they can take him down. I think a lot of times people have asked me like, Hey, it's like a Super Bowl. How do you come? How do you formulate your pick anymore? It comes down to two things. Who has a better defense? Who has a better quarterback? Yeah. And in my opinion, both of those go to the Kansas city chiefs. I think that I like their defense top to bottom better. And I like Patrick Mahomes a hell of a lot more than Brock Purdy. That doesn't mean yeah. that Brock Purdy can't win this game. They have weapons. Trust me. Yeah. I'm going to go with chiefs 27 San Francisco, 24. I actually think that the chiefs are actually down 24 to 20 and Patrick Mahomes drives him down the field and has a game winning touchdown. Uh, it, it's, I, I'm just hoping for a good game. I, I really yeah. am. Like I, I, I have no, I have no dog in this fight. I really don't care if, if San Francisco wins a six ring. That doesn't bother mm-hmm. me. The Steelers are not the sole proprietors of that avenue, that lane, whatever you want to call it. The, the Patriots have six too. So that's okay. One more team, whatever. Patrick Mahomes fatigue and Travis Kelsey. Sure. But I like Andy Reed. He does it the right yeah. way. He seems to be a good guy. So I, I kind of am looking forward to just sitting back. Everyone asked me all the time. Who, who, who do you like? Who, I, I don't care. I want a good yeah. game. That's, that's what I want. I want a good game. I want the family to have fun. We're going to do a little block pool, have the kids sign, nice. uh, sign up on block blocks. I'll give out like a couple bucks for the quarters and a five <laughs> spot for the half and $10 for the total or something just to fun. get yeah. their attention. Just something fun. You do anything special like that? Yeah, we, we, uh, we do like a score prediction and on some stats predictions. It's okay. kind of like a, but we do it across our family, which lives obviously in multiple different locations. So yeah. um, kind of do like a, a digital thing. And we do a, a playoff bracket every year as well on runyourpool.com. If you want to look that up, it's really fun. Uh, so we kind of do a, a bunch of stuff, but lead into the Super Bowl at score predictions and, and uh, like who's, who's going to have more passing yards, who's going to have more rushing right. yards type things. Yeah. So. That's awesome. All right, Jeremy, why don't you tell everyone what's coming up on? I know you have the Q and a, this will mm-hmm. probably won't be Sunday night. I don't think you would do it on the super bowl. Would you? No, probably not. This is probably a, a Saturday morning uh, week. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. I, I'll, it'll probably be a shorter show uh, Saturday morning. It might be just me. We'll see, uh, but we'll, we'll get her done and we'll still um, answer some Steelers questions. We'll have a lot to talk about um, questions to answer about, these guys um, mm-hmm. that have just joined the coaching staff. I'm going to yep. try to spend tonight and tomorrow really diving into these guys and getting to know them a little bit. So if you have questions for me on, on Saturday morning, we will sure. discuss those on the Q and a, uh, and then it's, it's draft season, baby. We're getting down and in, into it. So the, the Steelers fix is going to be all about the draft and uh, free agency, new year, new league year stuff. So stay on top of that with us and then follow me at the bets. 93 T H E B E T Z nine, three. There you go. Perfect. Jeremy, appreciate it as always. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk next week. Have a good one, Jeff. See ya. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Steeler fans. It is time for the Heart to Heart. Big thanks to Jeremy for always taking the time. He's doing some great work for the Steel Curtain Network. He's doing some great work for fans for Sports Network. You're going to be hearing him more as the draft approaches, which, by the way, if you're a draft guy, if you're a off-season roster building guy, 
you're going to want to listen to that Monday morning conversation. We'll just put it that way. Okay, let's get to the heart-to-heart as we finish this up every Friday. The Super Bowl is here. We've talked a lot about the Super Bowl in this episode, rightfully so. If you are out there and you have a young one, a young person in your life, whether it's a child, a niece, nephew, grandson, whatever, they might not be that into football. Use this event, which everyone seems to love to watch the Super Bowl for some reason. Some people like to watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. Some people like to watch for the halftime show. Some people want to see how many times Taylor Swift is on the screen. Doesn't matter. People like to watch the event that is the Super Bowl. With that being said, use this time to get young people into football. You shouldn't need slime time to get young people interested in the game of football. And please do not, if you have someone, let's say I'll use my eight-year-old daughter as an example. If my eight-year-old daughter actually knows a good bit about the game of football and knows the Steelers very well, if she sits down to watch a game, I'm not about to go into the intricacies of 11, 12 personnel and zone versus man coverage unless they ask me about it. I'm not doing that at all. If they ask, what was the holding? What, what is the flag for? What was that for? I will explain what they did, and then we'll move on. But I just want them to watch. I just want them to have fun. I'm going to be excited at certain moments, like if there's a big catch or if there's a big hit, and I want them to feel that because that's what's going to keep them. To, that's going to get them come back. That's what got me to come back. Got me to come back and be like, wow, like that was a big hit. Man, that was fun. That was exciting. So use this as a moment to get your young people in your life involved in the game if you have that opportunity. Another way to do it, you can go online and get Super Bowl bingo cards, print them off, give everyone a different one. And as you're watching the game, you can march it, mark them off. Uh, I think it's like, you know, a flag is thrown. Uh, a challenge flag, or they show uh, a drop pass. It doesn't matter. There's a bunch of different bingo cards out there for free. Print them off, have some fun little prizes, give away a buck, who cares? Uh, you could even do a board. I'm going to do one for my family where the kids are going to all fill out the squares. I'm going to get all the squares together. I'm going to give out numbers, and then we're going to give away, I'll give away a couple bucks at the quarter, the half, and then final. And so, it's just something fun to keep them engaged. And if they win, I don't know, three or $4, then they win three or $4. Like it's money well spent. We're going to be together as a family. We're going to be having fun. We're going to be eating good food. We're going to be watching hopefully a really good game. It's the last game of the year. So let's go out with a bang. That's my advice for anyone out there with a young person in their life. All right, that does it for me. I will be back on Monday with that Monday morning conversation. Hope you all check me out there. If you want to follow me on Twitter at Jay Hartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N underscore P-I-T. In the meantime, you know how we finished out. Be safe, be kind, and God bless. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. See you on Monday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.